0: time i'm not really sure how to get into all this so so how are you guys doing today good good dear how
1: about you
2: recording in progress
0: not too bad here for uh michigan we've had on and off rain all day long Uh, okay
1: we're just starting to get spring here it's starting to feel like the seasons are changing
0: yeah, we've definitely, I've already got uh, buds on the trees, and robins are already in the backyard, so it's been, oh, wow. it's pretty, pretty nice. Yeah. So, we had our, I don't uh, want
1: winter kind of to be over yet, but it is kind
0: of nice. <laughs> it is, we had our first 72 degree uh, weather uh, last week, so that was really nice. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so, what's been going on, Alex? Anything new?
1: Um, lots of stuff that's new. We've been, mostly we've been focused on the wide range multimedia stuff lately, which is our kind of commercial side of the business. So not that much interesting nature stuff to talk about, I guess.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, for those who are just now, you know, uh, getting to know who you are through me, um, kind of, if you can give us a small background of, what you've accomplished and what you've gotten done between you and Amy.
1: Yeah, um, I guess for me, the story kind of starts when I went to college at Northern Michigan University in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Uh, that's kind of where I discovered a passion for hiking and nature photography. Um, after I graduated college there, did my first through hike on the Pacific Northwest Trail um then I came back to Marquette in the UP, um lived there for a few more years and while I was there I hiked across Michigan's Upper Peninsula on the North Country Trail. Um broke that up into sections so it wasn't a full through hike, but I've kind of spread that out throughout um summer and winter, so I got to experience both seasons in the UP there. Um then after that my third through hike was the Hay Duke Trail. Uh, which is in Utah and Arizona, runs from Arches National Park down to the Grand Canyon and then up to Zion National Park. And then after I did that hike, I moved out to Montana, and that's where I met Amy pretty much immediately as soon as I moved out here. And um, we had been dating for about a year when we embarked on the Continental Divide Trail, and that's kind of our current project that we're working on. Um, so we started that hike, um, April of 2021, uh, we hiked that last summer. We've made it about 2000 miles out of the 3000 total miles in the CDT. And we're making a documentary about that hike and kind of the, the further we get into that project, the more it keeps growing and expanding. And, um, it's, it's turned into a really, really big project. (laughs) So it's kind of taken on a life of its own at this point, but it's, um, it's exciting to kind of see where that's taking us. Cause I think it's taking both of us in a direction that we hadn't really expected.
0: So what about you, Amy, tell us a little bit about you and your background. Um,
2: I moved to Montana when I was about 10. I moved from California. I absolutely disliked living in Montana when I first moved here. Um, I was a city girl. I didn't enjoy really hanging out in the mountains by myself or anything like that. I did enjoy camping and stuff. Um, I grew up camping and visiting the mountains, um, but not living in the mountains. Um, I eventually got a few friends and they were definitely into the outdoors and that's how I grew my passion for the outdoors. Um, I got into hunting and that's what brought me into backpacking. Um, so I would just go on shed hunts or hunting big game hunting trips and spend some nights in the mountains in the back country. Um, and just kind of fell in love with just backpacking in general. Um, I think of backpacking as putting all your stuff in your backpack that you need to live and kind of just venturing out and camping out in the back Hills. Um, less more of like a a day hike kind of backpacking thing. Um, and Eventually, I moved to Livingston, made a friend who was a mutual contact of Alex, and as soon as Alex moved to Montana, um, that's how we met, was through our mutual friend, and kind of grew our relationship from there, and I have been through a lot of trauma in my life, Um, have probably dealt with two lifetimes worth of trauma by the time I was 18, and alex was just telling me about all of the benefits that he has gained from his hike um, so i was really really nervous to throw the idea out there but i threw the idea out there to alex if he would be willing to on- embark on a through hike with his crazy traumatized girlfriend <laughs> um, and i was really surprised that he had just automatically said yes um so eventually from there we just started making plans and I quit my job and I quit my life and um we started on this journey
0: very nice kind of uh pretty nice background between the two of you so you've embarked on this and you guys created uh together uh wilderness mindset now, yeah. that different from Five Aces Media?
1: Uh, well, first of all, it's just a better name; it makes more sense for what we do. <laughs> um, I started Five Aces Media when I was in high school. Uh, didn't everybody thinks that it has like some special meaning or something? But it doesn't really. I just thought I was being clever because there's only supposed to be four aces and a deck of cards. <laughs> um, and I made a whole bunch of movies under that name when I was in high school and um, just kind of stuck with it. I I was always kind of afraid to change it because I had made so much content under that name. Um, But after we got back from the hike and Amy and I started talking about doing this stuff together as a business and a partnership, um, it seemed like that was the right time to kind of change the name and uh, sort of rebrand things, I guess. But Fuller's mindset is... I also
2: had a business as well. So we were just combining our businesses. Um, I didn't put a lot of effort into my business because I had a full-time job. Um, A lot of the months I was working more than 40 hours, and it's just really hard to run your own business and work a full-time job as well. Um, So my business wasn't as, as big as Alex, but we definitely were combining our businesses.
0: Well, going through that, I've seen that you guys also started a podcast series. What's that all about?
1: So that has kind of grown out of the Mind, Body, Soul documentary project, which is our hike on the CDT. Um, I guess I should mention that the documentary for the CDT hike that is still ongoing, too. Um, that's going to end up being like a two-and-a-half or three-year-long project. Um so we're still filming for that, and we'll still be doing some filming next summer, too. Um, we're not exactly sure what our plans are yet, but it sounds like is going to keep hiking. Um, so the Nature of Wellbeing podcast has kind of grown out of this Mind, Body, Soul project uh, because we've been interviewing a lot of people for the documentary project. Um, we've been kind of seeking out people who... Are highly experienced in nature and who have spent a lot of time out there and have a lot of experience uh, traveling through the wilderness. And we've been shooting these long interviews, one hour to some of them are like, well, one's like five and a half hours, I think. <laughs> and we shot a lot of these interviews. So it's just a ton of content that's ultimately most of it's not going to make it into the documentary. So we thought that we'd turn a lot of that stuff into a podcast because a lot of these stories that people are telling us, I think are really important and we wanted a, a different sort of outlet to, to put that stuff into. I think that that,
2: podcast is going to grow even more past the interviews that we have been doing. Um, I think it's going to grow more into if we come across somebody with a big impactful story about how nature helped them heal, um, we would do a podcast with them. They don't have to necessarily have the backpacking experience that Alex or myself has or anybody that we interviewed, um, but somebody that has had an impactful time out in the
1: outdoors yeah, we're gonna keep looking for people so if anyone's listening and thinks they have some good stories they can reach out to us.
0: <laughs> and that is great because that's I give you kudos, Alex, when I started off backpacking and I got it in two thousand nineteen just kind of sitting around in the hospital when I was working night shift and the idea came back into my, you know, forty four year old brain that I'm gonna get back into backpacking. <laughs> and looking at everything, and then came across your videos for the Youper, uh tour. And that's what got me started, and actually section hiking out, kind of the same distance that you've had. I you know you're a lot younger than I am, and I had to take it a lot slower, but uh, it was definitely a challenge.
1: It's definitely hard to get back into it if you haven't been hiking for a while how long of a break did you take well you said you got back into it
0: 20 years okay <laughs> um, when i got uh, married and the kids came along and such like that you know i just didn't have time i was an avid hunter fisherman you know trapper uh kind of lived off the land bushwhacking and then i got into hiking a f- uh, friend of mine we wanted to do the uh the pct well, after we got out of high school and she ended up going to the military and I said, you know what, I just can't do this alone so I have no idea what I was doing so we decided to say, you know what, we'll put it to arrest rest and just living in the uh, upper part of Michigan I had a lot of chances of small trails and stuff like that but 20, you know, some years later I come across your videos and that's what got me going and a lot of it is loosely based on for Michigan Pathways for the beginners, to so, you uh-huh. know, I really endorse a lot of your videos to show that you know these are manageable trails if you take them off, you know, a section at a time. Uh-huh. So, and then lo and behold, Andy Nielsen comes along, and we see that you documented her videos or her editing her videos, and I thought, wow, this is cool. You know, kind of getting two worlds kind of coming together. And what was that like working with Annie? If I don't mind putting you on the spot with Annie.
1: Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Because um, she was, I mean, she was just coming to the trail from a totally different perspective. She's had much different life experience than me and uh, different hiking experience too. And um, she set a huge goal for herself because she wanted to hike half of the North Country Trail, which is... 2,400 miles or something like that. Perhaps,
0: but yeah. So that's,
1: I mean, that's a that's a big commitment. <laughs> and she had done, uh, I think her biggest hike before that was a 300-mile hike on the Superior Hiking Trail. Yep. Um, we actually, well, I interviewed her last January, and we just turned that interview into a podcast, and we actually just watched that last night. So her story's kind of fresh in my mind. <laughs> um, but she would she would hike a section and film the section with her phone. And then she would send me the footage um, just on a flash drive through the mail. So then I would be editing her footage and turning it into an episode.
0: Yeah. That's what what she was telling me when I interviewed her. Um, It was last year. We were able to sit down and kind of do a one-on-one, which turned into a podcast for myself, that interview there. And uh, we talked a little bit afterwards and, you know, it was definitely a lot of kudos to you and, you know, helping her out with the, the editing and such like that and keeping her series going, which I still promote as another offset of, you know, what you were able to do and also the footage. I mean, I wanted to do a lot of that videoing on my last two hikes, but I don't see where you guys get the time. <laughs> that's the um, yeah. <laughs> um, Most people take zero days and they rest their bodies and their
2: minds and get ready for the trail again on our zero days we were working non-stop so we really didn't get that much of a break or a rest even on our zero days
0: now amy to the beginners the people that are just thinking and contemplating yeah i'm gonna go out on a weekend hike or try a week-long hike what are your recommendations
2: um well if they're beginners i would suggest to not go out on a week week hike, week-long hike, um, I would suggest going on walks on your, by yourself, um, seeing that if you're capable of just even climbing mountains and stuff, and if you're not, that's okay. You can work yourself up to that, um, but I definitely would suggest that you get your body prepared for that. Um, I know what my body's capable of, and um, it definitely, it's definitely hard doing more than 10 miles a day, every single day. Um, our highest mileage day on the CDT we did last summer was 26 miles. Um, and we had a zero day after that, and it definitely was much needed. But it's definitely it's definitely hard. Um, but if you have injuries and stuff like that, don't let it hold you back. Um, I have a broken back. Um, and I have two bad knees, and those are all both before the CDT, um, and I didn't let it hold me back. And it really didn't stop me at all during the trail until the very end when my knees kind of blew out. Um, I think mentally I was exhausted. Alex and I had a lot of rough, rough times together, and I think off of that, we both were just exhausted. And that kind of turned our bodies into being exhausted, especially my body. Um, it kind of just gave up on me and walking was just very painful. So yeah, I definitely would suggest going out there and trying it out first before committing to a, a huge hike.
0: What about you, Alex? What do you say for the beginners?
1: Um, probably a similar advice is, I think the thing that's great about hiking is that, um, you can make it as hard as you want to. And if you don't want to make it hard, you can you can start off really easy. Just go to a city park or something and put a backpack on and hike around for a few hours and um, just kind of get a feel of what you're capable of and if you even enjoy this or not. And then you can kind of build up from there. I mean, when I started hiking, it took me four years of going into the woods before I even stayed out for more than one night. I mean, I did a lot of one-night trips and a lot of day hikes, but it wasn't until about four years into it that I did like an actual backpacking trip. Um, So it took me a while to get comfortable and to even realize that I was capable of that. But once that that door kind of opened in my mind that I could stay out for multiple days at a time, then it felt like the whole world opened up to me and I got really excited with the possibilities of, of what I could do.
0: Now, for both of you, what kind of life experiences can we get out of all of this? How can this be applied to day-to-day life?
2: Well, um, I think there are a lot of things that you can apply that you learn out in nature into real life. What it does is it takes all the distractions away from you. So we're always distracted by our computers, by our phones, by books, whatever it is that you do. And it distracts you from issues that you have to deal with and sort through. Um, And a little bit of the hippie talk, it distracts you from the vibrations of the natural world rather than being in a house with the man-made vibrations. And it kind of connects you back to that world. Um, And it makes you appreciate things again. And, you know, a lot of people think when they're suffering that that, that something's wrong, like people shouldn't suffer, but that's, that's not true. Um, suffering is a part of life, and it helps you appreciate and helps you um, see the good in everything. So I think ultimately um, for a new beginner that's learning how to backpack in the backcountry and stuff like that, I think ultimately it will start helping them appreciate the things that they have in their normal everyday-to-day life.
0: Well said.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty well put. Um, one thing I would add is um, I think when I think about nature, or the wilderness, I, I think of it as this like purely objective place uh, where you can go and you can be in objective reality where nothing's trying to influence you, nothing's trying to like change your mind. It's just you and your thoughts out there. And it's a place where you can really kind of go to clear your mind, to figure out um, who you are and what you want out of life. And um, there's no distractions. So it's it's just a place where uh, you can uh, really kind of dive into your own mind and figure out what's going on in there. Um, because in, in regular life, especially in modern days, there's there are so many things that are always trying to grab our attention, and it makes it really hard to... Uh, kind of understand which thoughts are ours and um, what's actually going on inside of our own minds. So it's just a place to kind of to separate yourself from all of that and give you a chance to actually think for yourself for once.
0: <laughs> definitely, Will, and uh, you definitely find that on the trail. I find that all the time. You know, Eventually the, the phone kind of goes away and you're just kind of taken in by those early morning sunrises and the, the sunsets and just kind of, take away everything else and kind of put yourself into the moment and it's definitely something that has to be experienced no, no phone or video can uh, give you that feeling mm-hmm. and uh, everyone who's able to backpack can uh, definitely uh, contest to that so so real, real quick where can we find uh, all your guys's uh, media and such like that I know you guys got the YouTube probably channel the
1: yeah the main hub where you could find links to everything, would be wildernessmindset.com,
0: okay.
1: and that's also the name of our YouTube channel, Wilderness Mindset. Um, we have a website for the Mind Body Soul documentary, and that's called mindbodysoulfilm.com. Um, and then there's some social media pages that branch off of all that, too.
0: Yeah, because I just realized you guys have a TikTok last night.
1: Hi yeah we
2: so we've been trying to learn all of that stuff <laughs> we're we're not big on social media so we're trying
0: um it is yeah cool. I, I i saw that last night and cuz i got a tiktok video from michigan pathways so okay. i was like going through your guys' the uh, facebook i'm like no they don't have a tiktok no they don't <laughs> so i went over there I'm like sure enough we got one here so that was pretty yeah. cool still learning
1: how to use that stuff <laughs>
0: It's definitely. Yeah, a we
2: have process. TikTok, um, Twitter, Pinterest.
0: Now that was the other thing I was noticing Pinterest too as well. I thought, no way, they got a Pinterest account. <laughs> I going to go see it. So yeah. definitely went over to Pinterest, and there was the account there, and that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I think between Alex and myself, we have just between Instagram and Facebook, we have like fifteen different social media outlets that we control for our ourselves and our businesses and then and then outside of facebook and instagram we've got tiktok and pinterest and twitter and um i think there's another one that we have specifically just for wilderness mindset uh, so yeah we're trying and we're learning if anybody has ideas of what kind of content that they want us to show them um we're we're all ears we're we're willing to try it out and see what it, what it takes
0: yeah let me know because i'm willing to expand too just as well i mean i on Anchor, just like you guys are with uh, that through Spotify, and if you guys can, I've uh, I got over to iHeart Radio. I'm on there as well. I just got picked up by them and look, eight other different stations now is carrying uh, Michigan Pathways. Awesome! Congratulations. I heard of that one. Yeah, it was definitely a eye opener. I'm like, wow, well, I'm on iHeart. This is I didn't even ask for this, and it's out there. Yeah, iHeart's mean, <laughs> pretty
2: big, so that's
0: cool. It is. I got guys at work. They're like, you know what? I got your podcast coming up on my radio station. Why is this? I go, I don't know. Why don't you listen to it. Let me know what you think. <laughs> well, yeah, it's been, it's been great talking with you guys, and I appreciate the time. And uh, we we'll definitely have to get together if we can. You know, if you guys are back here in Michigan, uh, doors are yeah, open big. here <laughs> at Michigan Pathways. Yeah, Alex, is,
2: his family's in Wisconsin, so we're going through Michigan maybe once a year now, so so I'm sure we'll, we'll stop by sometime.
0: Well, I'm down in southeastern Michigan. I'm near, near Monroe, near the uh, Toledo border, so I'm
2: okay.
0: quite a ways from there. So, <laughs>
2: can, Well, we do like our road trips.
0: The yep. door's always open, and I said, if you guys are in the area, and you know, want us to sign up and do any kind of hiking, let us know, and we can definitely throw our packs in and take to the trail sounds good awesome I appreciate it and uh, hope you guys have a great